how excited are we that we are doing a solo episode. Let me hear it for this solo episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Miss Congeniality. My name is Eli Rallo, and this is a solo episode. I just felt like, you know what? It's been a while. We've been doing guests. They've been amazing. Sedoni last week, amazing. We had Justine Snacks. We had Robin, aka Girl Boss Town, aka PR moves I would make on TikTok. I have more guests lined up, but I was just like, it's been a minute, and I just, I kind of want to do a solo episode. I feel like there's a lot to talk about. I feel like on some level, doing an episode about the holidays is like best when it's a solo episode. Also, I don't know how you guys feel, but I tend to like my favorite podcasters solo episodes the best because yes, the interviews are always great, but I more so listen to them for them and not for who they're interviewing. Like for example, you guys know I love Girls Gotta Eat and I just feel like I prefer it when it's just Ashley and Raina talking to each other that's why I really like gals on the go which is Brooke and Danielle's podcast because they spend like the vast majority of every episode just talking to each other and there's like something so incredible about just listening to two people that I like to listen to that being said I obviously don't do this with like a person which obviously maybe it would be different if I did but like whatever that's beside the point we're doing a fucking solo episode and you guys are gonna like it actually you don't have to like it and that's fine just don't leave a hate comment (laughs) okay updates i'm this episode is going to be about the holidays and how to handle them and how to manage them but first i wanted to give updates because we have so many updates um so last week when we left off i was going to the lee denim event and two things came from it number one it was in the empire diner but it was like this spectacular gorgeous stunning bougie situation inside a diner to which i was like oh that's my dream Like, it's my dream to have my rehearsal dinner in a diner. And everyone looks chic and gorgeous, and there's candles everywhere, but we're drinking milkshakes and eating french fries and drinking Dom Perignon. And it's, like, totally ironic. Like, what is more ironic than that? You cannot tell me there's anything more ironic. So that was, like, the one thing. It was, like, so chic. The other thing was they, like, provided us drinks, and then they were, like, decorate a denim jacket. And so I go and decorate mine after having one cocktail and I come home and it's an extra large. Like, I just didn't even realize that that's what it was. It's so me to do something like that. But I'm going to cut it. Or if someone's an extra large and they want it, I'm happy to hand it over. Because it is cute. I put, like, patches on it and shit. And that's my own fault. But it was fun. It was a really fun event. So we did that. Um, and we loved that. And that was wonderful. And then we had our housewarming. And you know what I realized? So we had our housewarming Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, with our friends from J School, which is journalism school. Um, and I realized that I prefer like staying in and having a dinner party and dancing in the kitchen and wearing a party dress and not going anywhere way more than I do going out. And I, I think I touched on this in my last episode in the intro, and it's like no hate to anyone who loves to go out because I used to be like that. It's just so refreshing to like decide that I don't like it anymore and like decide that I don't want to do it if that makes sense like it feels so good to be like that's not my life anymore sorry like and period and that's it and like I will go out it's not I'm not saying I won't but it's just fun it's fun to be like in that place and realizing that like 
I'm comfortable and confident just like hosting Friendsgiving and dancing in my kitchen to ABBA and then going to bed. So that's wonderful. So that's great. Um, and that was really fun. And if you're having a Friendsgiving, I hope you really enjoy it. Such a fun way to bond with your friends. Like go around and ask everyone what they're grateful for. And like we all cried. And it was like, you know, we're all over dramatic. And that's that's just what you get when you're in a room with a bunch of journalism theater kids, to be quite frank with you. But anyway, that and that happened. And then I'm going to Houston on Saturday for five days. And I love Texas. And I didn't get to really see Houston the first time I was there. We went only for one day to Houston and then one day at their ranch and then two days in Austin. And I loved Austin. Like I would move to Austin right now. So that was phenomenal and just wonderful experience. And I literally was obsessed with Houston and Texas and like the whole thing. And I'm really excited to go back and see it again. Like I feel like it's really special to see your significant other's place, like where they were brought up and like what that means to them and like watch them function in that environment. Like I think it's so special to be like driving down the road and then be like, oh, that gas station used to be a 7-Eleven where we would go before baseball practice and drink orange Gatorade. Like sweet little things like that that you just don't tell other people or like, oh yeah, like I had my first kiss behind that like tree um in the schoolyard or whatever like maybe that's like way too Nicholas Sparks but you know what I'm saying like it's special to like see that and like look at that person through that lens so I'm looking forward to it I also get along really well with this mom she doesn't listen to this I'm gonna let you know that I'm bringing them a milk frother for their coffee I think like that's a really good gift um you just put it on your like countertop it's really cute I got them this like frosty blue white color and then I also got the humans of New York coffee table book which I just think is like literally the best book that you could bring to anyone if they're not from New York it's a really like you know when you're in New York maybe it's like cheesy but I think from people that aren't from there it's like really special and it looks really good on a coffee table so I got those two things for them and that's all said and done but the true moment that you've all been waiting for is for me to talk about the house of gucci movie premiere i don't know what the hell occurred to get me invited but basically they just invited me and i was like i can't go like i can't go i don't know what i would wear it's in four days like i but then i was like you have to go you know, you're having this moral tug of war where it's like, I can't go there. What would I do there? And then you're like, okay, but they invited me. Like, I need to go. So I went. Um, I ended up wearing my mom's shoes, my mom's purse, my mom's jewelry, like head to toe my mom's stuff. And then I wore a dress that we got at Saks super last minute. And it, it all came together rather quickly. Um, and it was a spectacular night. Now I'll just take you through what we did. So we get there. We had to be COVID tested and vaccinated. So we did that. And then after we got COVID tested and vaccinated, we had to wait on this line and then we went on through all these security checkpoints. And then we had like someone assigned to us to bring us like upstairs to the red carpet, which was a black carpet, but still a red carpet that had like so many photographers. And I was like shaking, but got to like walk down. But like luckily we were one of the first people at this like red slash black carpet. And so it wasn't that scary. It was more like fun. Like, oh, I feel so sassy. Um, and got a cool picture and then they gave us popcorn and we went and watched the movie and we sat in the mezzanine in like this little box it was like dead center though so it was like such a good view of the film and before the movie the directors and producers gave this like speech and Lady Gaga and Jared Leto and Salma Hayek and Al Pacino and Adam Driver all came on stage and they were just gorgeous and like it was crazy 
It was insane. And the movie is so good. I'm not going to give any spoilers because like I'm not going to give any spoilers. But guys, it's so, so good. First of all, Patrizia Reggiani, who Lady Gaga plays, is not the villain. She's the victim. I don't condemn the glorification of murder, neither does Lady Gaga, but that bitch is a strong and powerful woman. And Adam Driver just looks delicious the entire time. There's like two sex scenes that are just like absolutely unbelievable, like speechless, unbelievable, like holy fucking shit. This is hot. Damn. Amazing. And then afterward, we go to this after party at the Rainbow Room, which just like felt like SNL for some reason because it's like there at 30 Rock and wow, like Billy Porter was there. Jared Leto was there. Maddie Majacomo was there, who's like the Peloton instructor that I'm obsessed with. And it was so well catered and there was like garlic bread and champagne and like everything you could ever ask for in your life and like an amazing DJ who was playing like Doja Cat and it was just like stunning and I was like pinching myself the whole time and I got home at three o'clock in the morning and like that's just how it goes. I'm so tired right now. This was literally last night. It'll be two days ago by the time you're listening to this. It was amazing. I'm so grateful and lucky. Like I can't even believe that that's my life. Like it kind of feels like make believe like like I'm playing dress up and going and being somewhere that I shouldn't be but like I was invited it's like the strangest sensation ever but also like the most grateful I've ever felt for anything and like what the hell that I get to do something like that because my job is to make video like I I just I'm kind of speechless and like I haven't really analyzed what it means to me but what I do know is like the only real reason that I'm here is because people have supported me and like I will never pretend to forget that and The people I met last night were just the most gracious and beautiful and like incredible individuals. And I'm just like, I can't even fathom the fact that I was there. Like it's truly beyond my wildest imagination. So that was like insane and crazy and just wonderful. And I'm really thankful that you guys have supported me enough that I'm like, you know, in a place that that could be real. So thank you. Like it's emotional and I like am literally dead in the brain about it. I'm like numb from it, but it was an amazing experience to say the least. Okay, though, we're going to get into the episode about the holidays. There's so much to cover, but we're going to start with Thanksgiving because it's like the closest and we're specifically going to start with the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Now, first, I want to say someone asked if I had any plans or any like opportunities to go out in the city on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. There is a party Thanksgiving Eve, 95 Delancey Street thrown by ace hospitality um it is called thanksgiving eve 2021 the tickets are 15 dollars. it's on nightout.com you can find it i'll also link it to my instagram you can dm me if you listen to this and you want to go definitely show up it's gonna be really fun um but other than that thanksgiving the wednesday before thanksgiving you know it is like the great drinking night of the history let me take a sip of my coffee i need liquid courage to talk about this it's like the great drinking going out night any night that is this overhyped is always going to end poorly. It's not going to be great. You're going to be hungover. It's going to be shitty. But I'm going to tell you a story because you guys deserve a story. It is the fucking funniest story in the world. So Wednesday before Thanksgiving, my senior year of college, I go out. I get pretty drunk. And this guy that I used to, you know, canoodle with back and forth throughout college and high school hits me up. And he lives two towns over from me, about a 12 minute drive. Ubers are scarce, but he gets me an Uber from the bar to his house. I come to his house. Now, 
his house is like a lofted house because when Hurricane Sandy happened, a lot of people had to like raise their houses. So it's up a lot of stairs and his bedroom is like directly when you walk into the door on the left across from the kitchen. His parents' bedroom is like right directly down the hall on the same floor. But he like invited me. So I'm like thinking that it's going to be fine. Like what's really going to happen? So apparently he forgot to change the card on his Uber and he charged both his Uber home and then my Uber on his parents' card instead of his by accident. And so his mom gets two notifications for Uber. Then she hears him come in. Then she hears the door open again when I come in. And so she's like getting like fishy that there's someone in the house, like that he has someone with him in the house. And so she, I go in his room and I'm sitting on his bed and we're like hanging out. Now, just for clarification purposes, this person was best friends with my cousin for like all of high school and is really good family friends with my aunt and uncle and so like the mom and parents know who I am from that affiliation but I've never like met them and like now wouldn't be the time it was like 1 30 in the morning and so I am in his room and his mom texts him come out in the hallway which is like I can hear them talking like directly through the door and so I'm like freaking out I'm like what the hell am I gonna do like what am I gonna do and so she's like, I can hear him be, her being like, is there a girl in your room? And he's like, no. And she's like, if you're lying to me, I'm just going to go in there. And I literally am hearing her say this. And she's like, if you're lying to me, I'm going in her room. I'm going in your room. and I'm going to embarrass the shit out of you. Like, is there a girl? Finally, he was like, fine. Yeah, there's a girl. And she was like, you know what? I don't even care. Just let her crash on the couch. So at this point, I'm like, I am going home. Like, I am going home. I'm getting out of here. But he can't drive me. I can't drive. I can't walk. And so I like I can physically walk, but it wouldn't have been a good idea to walk like you would have to go over like a major road and like it's too far of a walk. It would have taken like two hours. And so I am trying to call an Uber and they're like 30 minutes away or simply unavailable. And when I'd come in, I had taken off like my earrings, my jacket and my belt. I was wearing a Gucci belt. It was like in the Gucci belt phase. And I like laid them all in his bed. And so I call the Uber and now I'm like freaking out trying to get the Uber to come. It's not like showing up. It is half an hour away. My cousin isn't picking up her phone. No one's picking up their phone to come get me. So I'm like, frick, frack, snick, snack. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So I eventually like get this Uber and I like rush out in a frenzy. I'm like totally like not well. The next day is Thanksgiving. Obviously, it's the one's name for Thanksgiving. The day after that, I'm flying back to Michigan on Friday morning at like 6 a.m. I left my belt and earrings at his house and there was no way that I could go back and get them any other time but Thanksgiving morning. I realized this on Thanksgiving morning. So I share this with like my brothers and my cousins and I'm like, we need to come up with a plan. Like, how are we going to get away from the family today so we can go like rescue this stuff? So I'm texting him, texting him, texting him. He's being like so annoying. I'm like, can you just come put it in my mailbox or something? Like you have it. Can you just like do the due diligence? And he like can't figure out a way to sneak out and do it and like can't figure it out. Like it's not working out for him. So I'm like, fine, we're going to just tell our parents we're getting coffee and we're going to come and get the belt and the earrings. And he's like, sounds good. And I'm like, we'll be there in 20 minutes. The minute I say we'll be there in 20 minutes, he stops responding. So we tell them we're going to get coffee, then we'll meet them at Thanksgiving dinner. We all get in the car. It's like five of us, like my cousins and brothers, and we go. But he's not responding the whole drive there. Then we get there. He's not answering his text. He's not answering his phone. I'm like, we're here now. We have to leave with this belt and earrings. We're not going to not. Like, we have to. And so we wait for like 10 minutes and he has now not answered in 30. And my cousin, she like knows the family, obviously, like her brother is best friends with the kid. And she's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go up to the door and ask if Paul's there. 
and we're like are you kidding me and she's like no no no, it's fine like I'm literally just gonna oh I just said his name you know what whatever she's like I'm just gonna go up to the door and ask if he's there and so whatever we're all like blah 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 like we're all just sitting in the car we I start freaking out I watch her go up she knocks on the door she knocks on the door she knocks on the door no one comes all of a sudden I like see the door open and like she accepts something in her hands and then comes back she has the belt and earrings basically he opens the door and is like hey what are you doing here and she's like um Riley her brother said that he left some stuff with you like can I have it and he's like oh yeah and like goes and gets it and then he texts me and is like sorry you interrupted like a very intense family conversation and I was like okay I'm so sorry but like I got my belt it was a whirlwind I'm telling you I'm telling you I promise you once a day before Thanksgiving doesn't end well like period it just doesn't like and that's fine it serves that purpose of not ending well you know what I mean like it's supposed to be a chaotic event it's not supposed to be like it's supposed to be a mess or else what would it be? You know what I mean? So that's like my one story of when I went out and like what happened when I went out. So just like have fun with your friends, repeat your high school life, hook up with someone that you went to high school with. It's funny. Like don't do anything too severe. Just enjoy it. Like really just enjoy it because it is hilarious. Like it is such a slob kebab moment, but don't get so drunk that you're going to be hungover on Thanksgiving. Cause that's just like not fun. You know what I mean? It's just not fun. Like, it's not fun. But anyway, my Thanksgiving this year, I'm going to Houston, but I'm flying back on Wednesday night because my parents want me to be home on Thursday. Understood. And I am flying back, and I'll probably miss Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, which is fine because I feel like I don't really need it. Maybe I'll, like, DD for my brothers or something. Like, I feel like this is going to be their first one because they just turned 21. So, like, something like that, I'll DD or something. I just feel like I have phased out, but it is so funny and so fun of a thing to do. So that's my story of it. Like, I don't even know if anyone cared about that story, but it is what it is. Um, Some of you also asked me seeing an ex or an ex crush at holiday parties or like at Wednesday before Thanksgiving or something like, what do you do? And I feel like it depends on like what you want to do. Like if you want to not see them, I would just try to put yourself in a place where you're not going to see them. But if you have no choice but to see them, I would just like be polite, be friendly, give them grace, and then be like, I'm out, like, thanks so much for, (laughs) for, like, dating me that one time, like, good to see ya, like, you don't need to make conversation, you don't need to learn everything about them, you don't have an obligation to talk to them for a while, you can just say hi and be polite and give them grace and then move on and walk away, like, that's totally appropriate, um, but if you want to, like, get with them or something, I think then that's when you just show a little bit more demonstrated interest and, don't like come off super flirty just come off interested in them and see how they respond obviously like work parties and stuff like that can be kind of like weird situations but like there probably are a lot of holiday parties where you might run into someone that you used to hook up with or like used to date or something I don't really know what your prerogative is but I feel like you could just act interested ask them what their plans are for the holidays just get into a conversation about how they've been and just see if they seem like they're making a move it's always so funny when you're like at your parents house um and you have to like be like okay so where are we gonna go with this now because we're like literally 25 uh but if you're like in the city or like you're at your apartment or something like who really cares like I feel like it's your tis the damn season moment um thank you Taylor Swift and it's totally appropriate to try to flirt with them but like just don't get discouraged if they're not flirting back don't let it ruin your night uh but it's absolutely fine if you like see someone out at a holiday party and you want to flirt with them like it's kind of the perfect time like it's such a lovey-dovey time to do that. Uh, So I think that's a go.
Okay, but back to Thanksgiving. So we're going to switch gears. For those of you who don't know, I struggled with binge from restrict eating disorder for like seven years and it was a really especially bad on holidays because I would see holidays as a day where I was like allowing myself to binge or it would be like a cheat day and it would just turn into me eating everything because I would tell myself that the next day I couldn't eat anything or there were some holidays that I decided it was a restrict day and I just like wouldn't eat at all and it would be miserable and uncomfortable for the people around me, which, you know, we'll also get into that. But I think something that I realized was like, okay, Thanksgiving and Christmas and like Christmas Eve and New Year's and all these holidays, they're just days. Like, of course, there's a special celebration connotated with them, but they're just another day. And so I just dumb it down to as simple as possible. Like there's going to be a lot of different foods and like maybe foods that you don't eat every day and like more unhealthy options, but like you're just allowed to fill your plate and eat till you're hungry or not hungry. You're allowed to just fill your plate and eat till you're full and maybe a little bit more than full and that's okay and like if you have a cookie or a slice of pie or a glass of wine or like a plate of Thanksgiving food that's not ruining your day and if you look at your day as something that you can either fail or pass based on how you eat you're always going to find a way to fail yourself and you're always going to be up on yourself it's never going to work instead like eating that cookie having that slice of pie being full from Thanksgiving dinner having that glass of wine that's honoring your life you did not fail or pass you honored your life and your day and like tomorrow the day after Thanksgiving you can have some leftovers and like if you want to get quote back into your routine unquote you can do that too and like there aren't any rules and you know it's so much easier said than done when you have fear around certain foods but like it's just another family dinner it's just another day and we put so much pressure on it but like if you're listening to this and you've ever commented on somebody else's food or like weight or like what's on their plate, just like don't do that. It's like not helpful. Whether it's like you're not eating enough, you're eating too much. Why did you get so much of this? Why are you going back for seconds? Like just stop. Like it's not helpful. And if you're dealing with people making those kinds of comments, I would either literally just ignore them. Like don't even respond or just be like, okay. It'll make them feel so awkward. If you're just like, okay. Or if they're like, why did you eat so much? Be like, I don't know. Why did you eat so much? Just like bounce the question back to them. They'll be shocked. They'll be like, oh shit, that's such a weird thing to ask someone. Like it's just inappropriate and like they're just looking for a way to cause some sort of drama or some kind of insecurity within you and that's just like not fair or it might be totally unintentional. So I would just do like one of those three things if that's what you're dealing with. But overall, like you are not failing your day for enjoying a day with your family and like we only get so many holidays and there are so many holidays and I don't want to say I wasted them but I just categorized them as like all I thought about that whole day was food and I didn't get to think about my family and like what I'm grateful for and sharing that moment with them all I thought about was eating and that can be definitely an issue like that can be a problem like that can be something that ruins your day like food didn't ruin your day the fact that all you thought about was food ruined your day and the fact that you let it control your emotions ruined your day and like you deserve to have a fun time with your family and like for food to embellish that and wine to embellish that time and not for it to destroy it and so I also implore you to just have someone around you that's you know understands what you're going through and if you need a minute to breathe or like if you need you know someone to vent to they're there for you but look at this as just another day just another family dinner where you're going to be eating things that you don't eat every day and it's going to be really yummy and fun and your body is not going to change at all from enjoying a meal 
Like, I promise you. It literally just can't scientifically. And it's going to be fun and you're going to be okay. But I also know that some people have family members that struggle with eating disorders. And what I could offer you as advice is going into the day, just letting them know like, hey, I'm here for you. I know it can be tough around food during the holidays, but it's going to be really fun and like I'm really excited about it. Or like maybe ask them like, do you want to help me make like your favorite side dish or something like involve them in the cooking process. So it's like they're eating something they're proud of and don't make any comments about what they're eating. Obviously, if they're like, I'm not eating at all, that's a different story. But like when they fill up their plate, just don't comment on it whatsoever and just like don't make the whole thing about food and don't be like watching them eat to make sure like all of that stuff is going to give them anxiety like all you can really do is just like function normally and like encourage them to enjoy their meal and don't treat them differently than you treat any family member who doesn't like fall into that issue or fall into that challenge like they're no different they're just enjoying themselves and this is a little challenging for them in a way that like someone might be afraid of heights or someone might be afraid of you know airplanes or something I don't know this is just a challenge for them and you don't have to treat them differently in spite of that challenge you can just be there for them include them in everything and make the day about so many other things and not just food obviously food is a massive part of it but there's like so much family fun that you can focus on and so many other things going on that like it doesn't need to be the center of everything and that person will be really grateful that you just treated them like a normal human being and somebody that you wanted to enjoy the day with. But of course, like if you're the person that's struggling in any way, family members love to make comments like about your weight, either you look so thin or you look like you gained weight or about like, why are you single or something like Again, I think that the only way is like, first of all, I'm so, so sorry that that's something you're experiencing. Like it's shitty and it just shouldn't be the case. But if it is something you're experiencing, I think the one option is just to ignore it. Like if they say it to you, just don't respond, like make them feel really uncomfortable, force them to question why they asked you that. Um, Or you can just say, okay, and walk away and remove yourself from the situation. I know how hard that can be, but like go take a breather, have somebody there that you can confide in or just like your long distance best friend or like a significant other that's not around you or like somebody that you're adjacent to in your life, have them on call. To just be like, hey, yeah, I'm going through it. Like, this is really tough for me. Um, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to step away. You know what I mean? And then the third thing you can do is just, like, ask them the same question. Like, you can just throw it back at them. Like, why Why did you gain weight? Why did you, did you gain weight? What about you? Like, they're just going to be super uncomfortable. And they should feel uncomfortable because that's just an inappropriate thing to ask. And if you have to create distance from certain people, that is totally appropriate. I always think about it like this. We do not make excuses for friends or significant others who hurt us, but we do make excuses for family members who do. And on some level, it's because we feel guilty. We're, you know, committed to them by blood. They've financially supported us, emotionally supported us. But they, your family members, can be good people and supportive people and they can love you and they can also do really toxic things that we would not put up with from a friend or significant other. And you're allowed to handle that situation exactly how you would handle it if it was not a blood relative. And I think saying, you know, that was really hurtful or I'm not sure why you're even asking me that is an appropriate response, as is getting some air if something becomes overwhelming to you because a family member said or did something that made you feel weird. I really recommend having an ally to like touch base with on the phone at like any point in time, just 
you know, a friend or again, a significant other or like someone that can't be there that you normally lean on that you can just be like, yeah, shit, today's hard for me. And it's okay for the holidays to be hard. I think there's this idea that they have to be like this beautiful, amazing day. And for so many of us, they are and they can be both. And also like if you're spending a holiday by yourself for the first time or if you do that all the time or if you don't celebrate or if you're not in touch with your family or something of that sort, like you are just as valid and it's just a day and if you can't celebrate with your family for some reason or you can't go home to them, like make yourself a new tradition, FaceTime them in, get like your favorite takeout food, watch a Christmas movie, scroll through Hinge, take a bubble bath, drink an entire bottle of wine, like Thanksgiving is just a day. It's literally just a day. You can celebrate it on any other day. You don't have to celebrate it on the day that it is. And it's okay to feel sad if you can't be with your family. And it's okay to feel not guilty if you don't want to be with your family or if you it doesn't serve you to go home. It's okay to feel not guilty about that. I think there's just like this weird pressure with American holidays like, oh, it needs to be this huge like thing. Like, no, it doesn't. You're allowed to just relax and I also saw a bunch of questions about people who wanted to bring their family together because they struggle with like continuity through the holiday season and like their family having a good time. I cannot recommend enough the game Psych. It's an iPhone game um, that Ellen DeGeneres made like you know whatever we know she's problematic but it's a really good game and everybody signs up and you sit around like your table and you can play it with like up to 20 people or something and it is just like the most fun and funny game if you play it while you're like having a glass of wine or like after dinner like my family does it all the time around the holidays and like we literally pee ourselves laughing and it brings us together so much as does just like playing music and dancing in our kitchen and like reminiscing on memories like I feel like you have to bring it back to the simple things For example, like my family, we always wanted to find a turkey trot to do, but there's not one in my area. And so I made one up where I literally like brought everyone to the boardwalk in New Jersey. And I was like, okay, we're running a three mile race. The first mile and a half is like the 20 of us running together on the way there. And then the second mile and a half when we turn around is the race and we do like fake prizes and we go to Dunkin Donuts after like how simple is that? It's literally free joy everybody loves the tradition it's so funny it's like the same 20 of us every year and it brings us together so like little things like that it doesn't have to be extravagant like it can just be sweet and special I make a cheese board with my brother on Thanksgiving and that's really sweet and special for us it's something that we love to do together like you are perfectly allowed to just create little tiny baby traditions to bring your family together that aren't grandiose or like crazy expensive or something out of like your wildest dream or like a movie or something you're allowed to just like relax and it's allowed to just be like fun and silly and I think that's the best way to bring our families together after all is like laughter and just like sharing love between each other but like I do want to kind of digress because on the vein of all of this it's also perfectly okay if Thanksgiving and Christmas like and the holiday season is more stressful for you than it is fun and I totally relate to that and I think it is a very valid thing. I think taking a little brain break from social media on those days leading up can be helpful because people are going to post pictures of their family and their parties and what they're eating and what they're drinking and that's great. That's fine. I'm going to do it too but you can't know from those photos what goes on behind the scenes of their life or if they're stressed out too. It just looks like they're happy and you're going to start comparing yourself and spiraling and I just highly recommend you don't do that. I just think you know we don't know what's going on behind the photos behind the scenes in the kitchen in the house and 
it's okay to not have the best day ever around the holidays or it's okay to be like I need my boundaries I'm not going it's okay to be like I am gonna go but I'm gonna you know kind of lay low like all of that is totally and completely fine and seasonal depression is a very real thing and it can really impact us around the holidays um and I just wanted to say there are some ways that you can combat that. I think getting into a really good routine can be helpful. Things like um, taking vitamin C and vitamin D, making your bed every morning, getting a lot of good lights in your room and around your apartment, getting outside as much as you possibly can, listening to a new podcast that fills you with joy, surrounding yourself by people that bring you joy, making a list of like social activities that you're going to make yourself go to so that you recharge um, and then you can go use up the energy that you got from recharging in social way because that's going to give back to you and fill up your gas tank. You know, I think social social pressures can get really bad around the holidays as can seasonal depression, as can social anxiety. And you are so valid for feeling any of those things and for taking the space you need to recover. But I can't recommend enough getting into a routine that can make you recognize the joy in the world at this time. In addition to feeling sad, it's okay to feel both. You have to feel everything, especially the hard things. And I think, you know, there's this big desire to compare ourselves around the holidays, specifically when it comes to significant others. Like, I can't stress this enough. I literally can't. Everybody and their mother wants to be booed up and cuffed during the holiday season because we see pictures of people hanging shit up on trees together and in a toboggan and going skiing and at each other's holidays and holding hands and wearing sweaters and we're like, Jesus Christ, I want the same thing. Let me just tell you something and I know you're not going to believe me, but I'm begging you to. Last year, there was nothing I wanted more than a significant other around the holidays. Like, I craved it. I desperately needed it. There was literally nothing in my life I wanted more than a boyfriend around the holidays. And I didn't have one. And I thought I was ready for one. And so I was frustrated. Like, why is this not working out for me? But I realized something in the last year. And that's as followed. You may think that you are ready for something or it's your time for something. Maybe it's a job, a college, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a significant other, a partner, You might think it's your time. The universe knows when it's actually your time. The universe has your back. The universe can anticipate things and it will bring you things when it is time. I like I simply can't stress it enough. So even if you're like, screw the universe, I'm ready. It knows you're not. And it's going to bring that person to you when you are. And if you did get into a relationship around the holidays when you weren't ready, it's not going to work out. And you want to spend this time with those people that lift you up and love you and are staples in your life because it is a special time. And if it is bothering you to see someone's relationship shit, mute them. Mute them. Don't look at their Instagram stuff. Like, they're doing it because it's, ultimately, it's affirmation. It's satisfactory. It's, you know, getting those likes and watching them flood in makes us feel temporarily good. You don't know what's going on in those people's relationships. Like, girl, boy person angel baby you got to have your tis the damn season moment right now like you literally get to go enjoy your life and romanticize your life and have this like wonderful beautiful amazing single time and it's the holidays like you get to like go screw around with people from your hometown and meet random people at holiday function it's fun you can hook up with santa at santa con like What boot up person can do that? Like, look at all of these amazing things that being single has brought you. The grass is always greener. And I know you're not going to believe me. I know you're not. You're like, I want to cuddle with someone. You know what? Find someone to cuddle with. Get a sneaky link. They'll cuddle with you. 
they'll give you that cuddling or cuddle with your friends like just give yourself that love I promise you this person is coming and right now it's just not your moment if you're begging for it and we're going to go back to my metaphor if you are sprinting into traffic no car is ever going to hit you or the wrong car is going to hit you if you are walking across the street head held high eyes straight ahead looking incredible a car is going to swerve out of their way to hit you and that is what you are waiting for I promise you And that was like really, really intense because I do believe this to be true. And I know so many people struggle with this because I've struggled with this. And family members will be like, well, why are you single? Ask them, why are you married? Literally, why are you married? Do you know how weird it is to ask someone, why are you single? Or if someone asks you, why aren't you pregnant? Or why are you pregnant? Be like, why, why did you get pregnant? Why, why didn't you get pregnant? What the fuck? That's such a weird thing to ask. Literally, the key here is throwing it back at them. Like, why are you single? I don't know. Why are you married? Like, what? Why are you married? You found someone that you like. I didn't yet. Okay. Next question. Like, what the hell? Susan? Like, come on. Guys. Guys. Throw it back at them. It's ridiculous. And you're thriving. Okay? You don't need some middle-aged person telling you that you're wrong because you're serving yourself and you're honoring your life. But all of this sort of goes back to this idea of us putting too much pressure on ourselves and on a day and on a holiday we need to just relax like if you're so concerned with Christmas being ruined because somebody always fucks up or you're concerned with like how you're gonna appear to your family or that you gained weight or that you're single or that you're this or that just stop guys it is just a day it's a day to drink wine and put on a party dress and eat food and just hang out with that one cousin that you really like because you're both like raging liberals and just do your thing like that's all you have to do there are no supposed to's there's no have to's if you take off the pressure okay okay who cares like it's a holly jolly time like you get to make it holly jolly you get to make it whatever you want you can rewrite the narrative if you're afraid that christmas is going to be ruined because of a family member or a thing or a moment in your life just don't let it get don't let it happen and it's easier said than done but like we have to make things as simple as possible we just are required to and what is the most simple that we can make this okay okay it's just a day it's just a day. It's literally just a freaking day. And you're going to have fun and it's going to be delightful. And if you're not having fun, you're just going to DM me and be like, fuck this. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you're right. Because listen, it's real to get sad during the holidays. It's like getting sad on your birthday. It comes around every year. There's all this pressure. Throw it out the back door. Watch love actually and four Christmases and drink a whole bottle of red wine and put on a sparkly dress and take a hot photo of yourself and eat a whole lot of cheese and just let that be it how how is that not joy how is like a warm kitchen and you dancing around doing your thing by yourself not joy eat Christmas cookies live your truth like it can just be like your cottage core dreams like if you're the main character of the movie of your life honor that what would she do what would he do what would they do they would have a good damn time that's what I know that's you know what like life is this one big walk through like a floating orb of space like it's just a journey and all we're really trying to do is have a good time just have a good time and I know it can be hard because you get sad and you get down and we have family trauma set your boundaries have your touch point people know what you're going into prepare yourself do what you need to do and then have a good time that is all you're required to do And I know some of us are really used to being the family member that's trying to bring the joy, trying to bring the continuity, trying to get everyone together because I know that because it's me. But guess what? Relax. Everything's going to be good. Just have fun. And if you're having fun, people are going to follow your lead. 
also people treat us how we treat ourselves if people are watching you just like come in your party dress and you're smiling and you're having a good time and you're being gracious no one's gonna treat you shit and if they do they're irrelevant and that's when you retreat to your bedroom and you call your friend and you say I just need to take a deep breath or you meditate or you bring your CBD or you have your crystal or whatever your prerogative is and you just reframe your mindset and you recenter yourself and you go back down and you're fine but now we're gonna switch gears because there are more questions so someone asked me when you're just start talking to someone or dating someone just start hooking up with them right before the holidays and you're about to part ways what the hell do you do that's a really good question and concern because it can be stressful because you meet somebody in the middle of November and then all of a sudden you're traveling you're not going to see them for weeks you're going to come back to the city they're going to be busy you're going to be busy then all of a sudden you're going to be gone again for Christmas listen listen We meet people at the time we're supposed to. There's no such thing as right person, wrong time. There's right person, wrong chapter. There's wrong person, right chapter. But if they're the right person, there's not going to be a wrong time. If they're the right person, distance is not going to affect anything. I know it's hard to hear because now you're going to be thinking about it when you are with the when you're talking to the person that you met and they're not being consistent, they're not being talkative. You need to do two things. The first one is know that if they are the right person, it is not going to matter that you're far away from them for two weeks or a week or you have two different like schedules or whatever else. They're going to be the right person. Number two, try to figure out their communication style before you leave. If they're like a pretty active texter and communicator and then you guys go away and they're not talking to you at all and they have not said, hey, by the way, I'm going to be with my family for the next week. I probably won't really be on my phone. That's really respectable. And if that's what you're going to do, tell them. Hopefully they'll say the same thing. But if they're always texting you and you can see that they're like on Instagram and stuff and they're not answering you, don't give them any attention. Like they just don't want to reach out to you. And so you shouldn't want to be around someone who doesn't want to be around and talking to you. But I think if you're a little further along in your relationship of getting to know this person, but you're not dating yet, can be a really good idea to like FaceTime them like three times over the course of the week while you're gone and just touch base like late at night or like send photos and be like, this is what we're eating and drinking. It's so fun. Like happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever. I don't know what your prerogative is. Know their communication style and remember that if they are the right person, the distance is not going to matter. I was literally in this situation last year. I met someone like right before I left for Christmas, like literally three days before. And this is not my current boyfriend. This is another guy. And we met and we had this amazing two nights together. And then we went away from each other for like three weeks. And I was freaking out because he like wasn't really communicating with me. He was totally emotionally unavailable, not the right person for me. And I picked up on that very quickly because he was not communicative. He did not care to communicate with me when we were far away from each other and it wasn't convenient. And he didn't really want anything more than just like a hookup. And I was able to realize that through this. And that's okay. Like, don't beat up on yourself about it. It can also be fun to like scroll hinge during the holidays and like ask people what they're doing for the holidays. Like, be like literally Merry Christmas on hinge, like LMAO. (laughs) Like, um, can I ride your candy cane? No, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, It's fun. Like, just take the pressure off and understand that the distance is not going to change anything if they're the right person and that is just simply the truth but just know their communication style going into it feel comfortable with how they communicate and how you guys are going to talk and like what your plan is and like make a plan like when we get back let's go ice skating the first day or like let's make a reservation for dinner at a fancy place and celebrate together right when we get back gives you guys something to look forward to as a unit rather than you don't make any plans, you don't figure anything out, and you guys are just like la di da dying and you come back and you're like, when the hell am I going to see this person? Is there any haste to see me at all? You'll know if there's haste. If they like you, you will know. If they wanted to, they would. So if you wanted to, you should. That's it. 
it's very simple and it's going to be okay. And I can totally comprehend how stressful this is because it's happened to me before. But also it's kind of fun because like you're not committed to them. You can go home like sneaky link with a guy from high school or a girl from high school or a person from high school, like from your hometown or like someone you meet on like a trip with your family, like ski lodge, high school musical motif. And then you have them and you're ready to go and like you got it out of your system and now you're going to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner. It's kind of great. So just like look at it in a positive way. Okay. Now we're moving on to gifts. You guys, there are so many questions about the holidays. I'm loving it. This is going to be a long episode. I hope you're enjoying it. Okay. I'm doing holiday gift guides on TikTok and whatnot, so you can look there for those. But I'm going to do like two specific ones or three. So the first one is what to bring people as housewarming gifts. I fucking hate candles. Don't bring a candle. If you don't like date this person forever and you bring their family a candle and then they have the next girlfriend and she brings them a custom made cheese board from Etsy that's like $40 they're gonna be like wow that blew the candle out of the water and maybe they're not comparing gifts because that's stupid but don't buy them a candle scents are specific people are allergic to certain smells and whatnot people hate certain smells like you have no idea what their prerogative is with scent bring them a custom cheese board. That is like literally my number one. I like coffee table books. Milk frothers are great. Um, I love like chocolates or like a biscotti package. You can do like a wine subscription service, a lovely bottle of tequila if that's what they drink. Um, If you have like a more fun family, you can do one of those like card drinking games or a karaoke mic. My family has both of those and we love them. It's so fun. Um, I like all of these ideas. You could also get them like banana pudding from Magnolia Bakery, Levin Bakery. Like you guys know I love those, the cookies. Um, all of these are good ideas do not get them a candle uh one time someone got my mom like this little potpourri set um where you like make your own potpourri for like closets and stuff and that's really cute um anthropology has gorgeous bowls and glassware that you could get them there are so many better ideas than a candle like I can't even stress this enough bring a little hostess gift no matter what if you've been to their family's house like 700 times beautiful bouquet of flowers and a bottle of wine suffice either of those things are great this is like your first five times seeing them I would bring something a little bit more you know gift ish just because it's like you know polite to do so especially if they're hosting you that is my thing for gifts to bring other people for boyfriends and brothers really hard people to shop for skims has a men's section of amazing comfortable sweat sets and bathrobes men always need things like that make them a skincare routine. Men won't do it for themselves. They have no idea what's going on. They need help for their skin. I was thinking about this the other day. Women get up and we put all this shit on our skin and makeup and whatever. Men just shower. Like their skin can't be doing well. It doesn't look good. Help them. Make them a skincare routine. It's a really good one. And then if you have like a more recent boyfriend, I really like the Yeti tumblers because they're really nice cups and you can fill it with like treats or like maybe like a little toy for the bedroom or something fun like undies um and it's like kind of big so you can put like a gift card to chipotle if they really like that or something like a sweet little like filled up cup and this goes into my best ever idea for a gift for if you're balling on a budget stockings get stockings go to tj maxx and stuff the stockings like make a stocking stuffer basically it'll literally be like 30 bucks and it is so fun you can put like a letter in there and like some skincare stuff um I did like hand sanitizers for my family last year because it was like covid you could do like snacks and treats and like they have like mini speaker tj maxx is unreal home goods tj maxx target stuff the stockings it'll be so cheap and it's so fun to open up a stocking and it's thoughtful The other one, get a glass jar and write down like a hundred things they could be thankful for or a hundred memories that you have with them or just like a hundred things that they could smile at and then wrap them and just like tie them with a little ribbon. It doesn't need to be a hundred, like 50 things and put them in the jar and then every day they just pick out one and they get to read it. How cute. 
come on guys how nice is that like that is such a nice gift and it's not expensive you can literally make that at michael's it's going to cost you 12 dollars. maybe be a little time consuming but it's so sweet and thoughtful i love that so those are like cheap inexpensive gift ideas for your friends, I think um, Secret Santa is the best way to do it because then you're not spending money on everybody, but everybody gets a present and there's no pressure for you to buy something for each person. And also like, come on, we're all in our 20s. We're all buying on a budget. Like your best friend in the world, send them something for Christmas, obviously. But like otherwise, do a Secret Santa, do a white elephant, like whatever that is for you. It's fun. It's flirty. You can make it a wine night and you're not buying a gift for everybody. You could also do an underwear exchange with your friends. It's really fun. It's like Secret Santa, but you all give each other undies and like bras and stuff. I love that idea. Okay, now I'm going to rapid fire look at the rest of these questions that you guys asked me on Instagram. The first one, seeing family since going to college and having to talk about school freshman year. Honestly, you can just be brief. If they're like, how's college? It's great. I really like it. And then if they press, be like, I don't really want to talk about it that much. Like, honestly, finals were really stressful. Let's talk about something else. That was so casual. Like, you could even hear the cadence of my voice. It's not like, don't talk to me about that. But it's like, yeah, you know, it's just a lot. But I'm chilling. Like, you know, it's so easy to just say something like that. Like, come on. All you have to do is be like, I don't really want to talk about that. What is someone to be like, you have to? No, they're not going to say that. Okay. Someone said, first holiday after a serious breakup. I'm stressed about being sad. I feel like we've talked about this a lot throughout this episode, but it is okay to feel sad during the holidays. There is no pressure for you to feel super, super happy. Surround yourself by the love. Let it fill you. Like, there's so much joy. Let it all fill you up and let it make you feel good and comfort you. Allow the holiday season this year to be something that comforts you, not something that makes you, you know, so happy. It doesn't have to. There's no pressure for the holidays to make you feel one sort of way and it's okay to be sad during the holidays. It's okay to be lonely during the holidays. I feel like we fear the word lonely so much. We think the word lonely is a bad word. Lonely is where you find out the most amazing things about yourself. And lonely is hard. Lonely sucks. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. But again, let the holidays comfort you. Surround yourself by people you love. Put yourself in places where you feel wanted. Go where you're wanted. And it's okay to be a little lonely. Like that is an okay feeling to experience. Okay, normalizing that some people don't go home for the holidays because of mental health reasons and toxicity. Like I said, like these times of, of the, the year, they're just days. And you can celebrate with your friends and when they all leave to go their separate ways, either you can just jump along with a friend, go to their house, like experience that, enjoy that. Or you can literally just relax. How fun is it to just be like, I'm going to make my own tradition. I'm going to sleep till noon, get a hot chocolate going, take a nice hot girl, rich mom walk, shout out Tinks, enjoy myself, eat a whole honey baked ham alone, like that can be your tradition. Nobody is judging you. Literally nobody. And don't go on Instagram if it's going to make you sad. And don't feel guilty. You're allowed to do the things that make you feel good and make you honor your life no matter what they are as long as they're not harming anybody else. And it's not harming anybody else to preserve your own emotions and your own mental health. There is no single story about a holiday season. There's no single story about a time of year. There's no single story about how you're supposed to approach a holiday or a birthday, or anything else. You're allowed to do the thing that's right for you. And I cannot stress that enough. It's really, really important. You know, like, there's just so much pressure. I can't even explain it. It doesn't make sense. And it all stops when you just let it go. You know, when you're a kid, you get so excited for holidays. And then as you're older, there's just more pressure and more pressure. And then one day, I feel like you're just like, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to enjoy myself. And that's all you can do. Okay, that was a lot. We're going to end this on a positive note. 
I love the holidays. I really do. And my experience within them is not perfect. Like there was a time that I wasn't so sure if I wanted to go home for Thanksgiving for various reasons and that's fine. And there was a time that it would make me stressed out and like things would make me anxious. And there was a time that my mom was really sick over Thanksgiving. Like shit happens. It's not ever going to be perfect. But if it was perfect, it wouldn't be life. And I feel like the things about life and holidays and families that make them ugly are the things that make them real and in turn make them beautiful and so I think you just have to take everything with a grain of salt and protect yourself protect your heart protect your space protect your peace do what makes you feel good I like holidays because they're celebratory for no reason my favorite holiday is New Year's Eve because it doesn't exclude every anyone like everybody celebrates around the world like New Year's Eve is like a universal thing like it's becoming January 1st everywhere I think that's special that's something that matters to me that like everybody does it together New Year's Eve is my favorite it closes off the holiday season it allows us for a new chapter and a new beginning I I love it and that's like such a day of celebration and so are all the other ones like they're about good food and good wine and good people and surrounding yourself by the people that make you feel good, whether that's friends or family or just simply yourself. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You don't have to put pressure on yourself unnecessarily. Like it might be a perfect Thanksgiving. It might be like the worst Thanksgiving ever. It's just a day and the day after it is going to be a new day. And then three days after it, you're going to shop Cyber Monday sales and you're going to be like, damn, like it's Cyber Monday. Now I can just shop my sales and forget about that. And I'm always here for you if you're struggling with any of these things because I know that we think of the holidays as this like beautiful time and that's really not reality for a lot of people in this country and in this world. And I think something that's really important is remembering to give back around the holidays. There are many ways that you can do this. There are definitely local community organizations you can get involved with. Specifically, the one that's nearest to me is East Village Mutual Aid in New York City. They have an Instagram account. They accept Venmo. They accept donations at Tompkins Square Park on Mondays and Fridays pretty much all day. And they post on their Instagram story, which is just East Village Mutual Aid, whenever they're looking for specific items like books, I think men's jackets right now, wet wipes. There are a lot of things um, that they're looking for that they'll accept in addition to money. I'm going to do a fund matching um, drive in December so that we can donate a big amount to them and that they can use that money for helping people this holiday season. You can go work and volunteer at a soup kitchen. There are plenty of organizations I know across New Jersey like Holiday Express that bring holiday cheer to people who are less fortunate or struggling with disabilities or illness. There are just so many ways that you can get involved and give back and give back to the communities that you're currently involved in in your life. I think that it's always important to remember that You can drown in an ocean and you can drown in a puddle. You should never compare your struggles and trauma to somebody else who you feel like might have worse struggles. Like if somebody, if your friend had just found out they were diagnosed with cancer, but you broke your arm, you would never say, I'm not going to go to the doctor for my arm because you have cancer. So we shouldn't do that with our mental health either. We shouldn't say, well, I'm just a little anxious or I'm just a little depressed. It's not as, you know, bad as it could be. So I'm not going to get help. Like, you can you're, you can always get help in a time of need and at the same time you can always help others because somebody's always going to have it better than you and somebody's always going to have it worse than you and this is a time of year that people can be so lonely like if you see somebody on the side of the road that's cold like give them a $20 bill or go into a coffee shop and buy them a hot chocolate and a croissant like just do your part because people really need help and it's you know brutal out there like literally and figuratively And the world, you know, sometimes isn't the most happy and and wonderful place. And you, 
you know, we all have an obligation to help our neighbors and lift other people up during a time that maybe they don't feel so great. And that can be anyone from a friend to somebody else you see struggling to people in your community that are struggling. Just remember that it is really important around this time of year to be doing things for others in addition to protecting your own peace and doing things for yourself. I think that's all I have. Damn, that was a lot. I feel kind of better about the holidays myself though. Like I'm excited. I'm looking forward to Houston and and beyond. I'm looking forward to my family in New Jersey and my aunts and uncles and grandparents and cousins and just being surrounded by love after a year that was tougher for my family than most. And I just think it's really special that I get to have that. And it's very much so a privilege that I get to have that. And I hope that you guys all find your own special and good and perfect ways to celebrate this year. And if you ever need anything, you can always catch me on Instagram DMs and I'm happy to help you or just lend an ear and be there for you because I know how truly hard it can be around this time of year. But yeah, I I think that's everything I've got. I feel like now there's so much more content I can make about the holiday season. Holidays are just like some of my favorite times, some of the weirdest times, some of the scariest times, some of the best times. And I just wish you all a happy and blessed and healthy holiday season. And if you need anything at all, always just Instagram DM me. I love you guys so much and I'm very thankful and grateful for all of you this year and that you listen to this and yeah, cheers. Enjoy your champagne and your cheese boards. Tag me in everything and that you eat and drink and enjoy yourself. I love you guys.